0: Alrighty Roo. Alrighty Roo. Um that's my new favorite thing to say. Um I love it. Along with the names of the following folks, they are um <laughs> sailing in on their big, beautiful ships. <laughs> right into this podcast um this week we have some new patrons who are vessel heads and that is i can't do this um, i love the suspense i love the suspense <laughs> natalie fitzgerald lexi gibson and sydney gardner thank you guys so much for supporting us we love you forever starting now we love you
1: mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. And buckle up. We got a lot of new members of Tony fucking Collette's inner circle. Buckle up. We are, so many Buckle up, everybody. We are thrilled to have them here. And they are Beth and Kyle Long, Connor O'Shea, Stephanie Fallon, Greg Der Ananian, Shayna Sell, Carol Tan, Noe Ramirez, Desiree Whitney, Ray Flynn, Will Marshall. I'm gonna make a song out of it. Mallory <laughs> Rice, <laughs> Haley Greenfield, Kelly Blum, CL, Bonnie Gass. Woohoo! Really great song, really great people. I loved that song, Sammy. I loved that song. <laughs> it was definitely a song. <laughs> it was a song.
2: Wow. And it was a great, it was one, a great one. Filled
1: with filled with great lyrics. Mm-hmm. Great names of My great people. My favorite part we love was
2: the lyrics. My favorite part of that song is the lyrics <laughs> for sure.
1: I don't know. The melody is pretty good
2: <laughs> Well yeah, pretty 50 Um but you know, not to be outdone, we had a group of people who were They've been patrons, and they said, you know what? I want in that inner circle, too.
0: Oh, hell yeah. yeah. In
2: in there, I want a song beautifully written about me by Samantha Smart. (laughs) Um, And those folks are, I'm also going to sing this, Natalie, Tara Fee, Ashley Boatwright.
0: Oh, beautiful addition to the song. Wow. Welcome.
2: We're so happy you're here. Thank you for your support. We love you forever, immediately, starting now and that that's what we got so how about we just give you an episode
1: this is emily henley and sammy and you're listening to too scary didn't watch
2: Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies.
0: I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy,
1: and I like watching scary movies, and I like telling these two about them, and ooh, did I miss doing it. Oh, we missed you. We missed you, Sammy. Oh, but I had so much fun listening to The Invitation, so much so that I had to watch the end of it. because Emily. I'm did, really glad you did. Emily just made it sound so good. And it is.
0: Uh, I lo- I, Emily, I do want to just shout you out for that episode because I was truly on the edge of my seat the whole time. Here I, those are some of my favorite horror movies to hear about when it's all just like relationship drama. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. It is fun. I love fun. it. It is fun. Horror movies are great.
2: You you heard it here here first. Um.
0: (laughs) We've had a real 180 on this show. We love them.
2: Hey, what's up with us on this first episode of a new year?
0: Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Well, I have a a really important, groundbreaking New Year's resolution. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is that I'm gonna watch The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that. I haven't watched it in so long. It's been years. It's been years, and I really feel like I need to just hop back on that horse, get back on this train. Um, and join the bachelor party again. I can't wait to do it. We have a new season starting tomorrow. Um, as of today, when we are recording, and um, boy, oh boy, am I thrilled to just jump feet first right back into the drama of <laughs> oh, the bachelor.
1: Love
0: it. Um, only low stakes resolutions for me this year. Same,
2: <laughs> same. I think I, yes, low stakes. And also, like, pretty loose, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: mine are so low stakes that I didn't actually make any. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, mine for the time being. <laughs> um, so most people are going to resume work of sorts. Most normal normal job people uh, tomorrow, Monday the 4th, um, the night of The Bachelor. And um, I am not resuming work um, because the city is still shut down. So I'm gonna try to make some. I, I'm gonna try to make some structure for myself. I'm gonna like try to wake up in the morning and be like, my day starts. And I'm gonna do my clay. And I'm gonna try to make myself end at five and be like, you're done for today and step away mm. and be like, I had a day. And as part of that, really my resolution is I'm gonna try to put on clothes when I do that. That's oh, a, it's a tough one. It's really tough. And I don't know how well I'll succeed, but I I'm going to try to put on clothes. That's my resolution.
0: Huge. I really do feel so much better when I like I not even putting on clothes you guys, but like I feel like for so long I've been working, I wake up and I just turn my laptop on and start working and like right. I don't even brush my hair. I don't put my contacts in. I'm not washing my face. And when the days when I actually take like the 10 minutes to just do that, it really – I know it's a cliche at this point, but I'm always like, oh, yeah, wow, I feel so much more like a human.
2: I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a big one. It's going to be uh, – really, I mean, right now I'm wearing a sweater and bike shorts, so it'll probably be a lot of that, like a mm-hmm. shirt or
1: pants. <laughs> um, hey, it's clothes. It it it's counts.
2: It's clothes. And um, I think that's – now that you say that, Henley, what, like – washing my face in the morning and like doing my little morning routine as if I were cuz really I've gotten to a place now where I'm like what am I going to like waste face wash and I'm going to like waste moisturizer <laughs> when I am not going anywhere okay, <laughs> but the answer is like you'll pro- I'll probably feel more like a normal human if I cuz I'm like what I'm like literally not going to move at all I'm not going to sweat at all I washed it last night I'm going to wash it again tonight like why would I wash it another time <laughs> in the morning but but be- the answer is mental health so I'm going to I'm yeah. going to try that I'm yep. going to try that.
0: It's a real scarcity mindset you have there, Emily. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it, it. I think it's just like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Got to make it last. You got to make it last. See <laughs> Sammy, you didn't make one? I didn't make one. And I guess it's just to to not care about anything at all.
0: <laughs> well, you know what I think about a lot? Actually, um, is the f- and I wasn't even a part of this. But the fact that last year at this time, and we've probably talked about this in the podcast before, you guys oh, were making vision boards. Vision boards. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've talked about it a few times. It, we were so full of hope and dreams, and you know, you know never again, never again, for never me. again.
2: <laughs> I have been thinking I might take last year's vision board and edit it for current circumstances. That's nice. That's like nice. I think I am going to put some time and effort into being like this. Not, not this. This didn't work. But like. You know, let's sort of just make it more realistic. I don't yeah. know. We'll see if I actually end up doing that. But that's a thought that I had.
1: Um, but I did. I'm I'm back in Los Angeles. I did Yay! spend Yay. New Year's Eve in my own home. Uh, which which was nice, kind of weird. I was very disoriented for a few days. I couldn't remember where I, like, kept things in my house, like scissors. I, like, couldn't remember where I kept
0: scissors. It was very weird. Sc- scissors are always a thing that you, like, take for granted. And then when you don't have, <laughs> it's such a pain in the ass to not have scissors.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, you know what I'll add to that also? A stapler.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, not as imperative as
2: scissors, but I certainly have – bought a stapler every time i've needed a stapler because (laughs) then i don't know where the stapler went
1: yep yep um and my cats did not remember me they ran and hid under the couch when i walked in (laughs) only for a few minutes and then they remembered but it was pretty sad nonetheless um but now they're they're re re re-acclimated to me and they love me again but Um, I forgot how naughty they are. They were immediately just bad. (laughs) Like, (laughs) the first night, I heard um, a crash in the kitchen in the night. And I wasn't wasn't even going to check it out because they're always just doing bad stuff. And sometimes I'm like, I'll fucking deal with it in the morning. Who cares? And I walked out, and they had knocked over a bottle of melatonin. And there Uh. were melatonin pills everywhere. And they were Uh. both... Going for them no! and like and them in their mouths, what? and I panicked. Um, and I I gathered them all up and like put them back in and started counting them. I like got one out of Mac's mouth, and um the bottle had ninety in, and I had taken one and I counted ninety six, and so I was very mad because I was like, "Well, I've no fucking idea what that means." <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I was frantically Googling and apparently cats can take melatonin. And so I, I, I relaxed a bit and it was fine. And they did not calm down at all. So I think that they didn't even eat any because they were bad for the they whole rest of the calm. morning. They did not go to
0: sleep. <laughs> probably not. What is it with cats? What are why are your cats eating pills? Like I feel like cats they just like don't to l- want to eat anything. They both
1: kind of just like to hold things in their mouth and then they spit <laughs> them back out. They do it whenever a cricket comes in. They'll hold it in their mouth and spit it out a, a bunch of times until it dies. It's really cruel. Imagine
2: being just held in a wet mouth until it dies. It's horrible.
1: I feel so I always try to capture the cricket before it gets in that mouth even the one time, but Mac also does it with blueberries. He just wants to like hold it and feel it in his mouth, I guess <laughs> that's so funny It's very weird
2: uh, cats are very naughty,
1: very naughty they're very naughty, but it's good to be home, and more than that, it's good to be back with you too here on the <laughs> podcast <laughs> doing our favorite thing
2: our favorite thing
1: um should I tell you what this week 's movie is? I think you please should. do okay this week we are. Going to be talking about His House came out just this year, October of 2020. Directed by Remy Weeks, written by Remy Weeks, story by Felicity Evans and Tony v- Venables, starring Shope Dorisu, Wunmi Musaku, Matt Smith, and our boy Javier Botet.
0: Woo-hoo! Oh, hell yeah! I'm excited for this one. I don't know anything about this movie, but it looks spooky to me. It's pretty I'm spooky. Scared.
1: Um, it's streaming on Netflix, if anyone wants to watch it. Yeah, is it? It's
2: a Netflix movie, It's right? a Netflix... Mm-hmm. Well, you
1: know what? Actually, I didn't totally look that up. I know it premiered at a festival in January. Henley, does Netflix buy stuff from festivals? Yes, It might have been
0: purchased from a festival.
2: Oh, though. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. it wasn't actually produced by Netflix. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think it was produced by Netflix. Yeah, the production company is Regency Enterprises.
1: Well... It's it's very good. And it's one that, you know, because it came out in 2020, I was curious to see if it was going to be a contender for my infamous top 10 list. And it's a contender, guys. It's a contender. (gasps) contender. Is it really? That's kind of a big Uh, deal. I love it. It's a big deal. Thank you, Henley. Yes, it It, is.
2: Honestly, Sammy, I love your top 10 lists. I love them so much. I don't know. It just makes me so happy.
1: They're very fun to do.
2: I look forward I can't I, Every day I'm like I can't wait t- For the next one Listeners Check it out She's working through The TV list at, Right now You can mm-hmm, see the posts
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go check it out Hello everybody And welcome To Cocktail Hour Uh, This week's movie has a lot of holes being banged into walls, and so we are going to be drinking a Harvey Wallbanger. To make a Harvey Wallbanger, you will need one and a half ounces of vodka, two and a half ounces of fresh squeezed orange juice, a sixth an ounce of sugar syrup, two dashes of Angostura bitters, and five twelfths a fluid ounce of Galliano Latentico. You will stir the first four ingredients with ice and strain into an ice-filled Collins glass and float the Galliano on the surface and garnish with an orange slice. Cheers. As far as trivia goes, there's, there's, there's none. <laughs> I, I looked on our trusty IMDb, nothing to be found. Oh, no. But I saw that the budget was $17 million, but because it's Netflix, there's no, you know, we can't, we can't see the return. But I was curious, Henley, does, does Netflix buy a movie like this? What's the strategy there? They hoping that it will get new subscribers. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because I feel like I did. I hadn't heard about this movie at all until I was doing research
0: for my top ten list. So well. So I don't know. I mean, I don't. Obviously, that's not what my job is at Netflix. So I don't really know. Henley, but (sighs) I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Figure it out, Henley. Ask around.
0: <laughs> you work there. <laughs> oh my god. Check I hope out. no one's listening to this. Um yeah, so so but I think they definitely buy a lot of things that they haven't produced themselves because they have like such an insane budget and they can do that. Um, They did it a lot this year, especially because they knew that things weren't going to be able to premiere in the theaters. And so they took advantage of that. And also um, a lot of people were kind of like, you know desperate and needed wanted to figure out a way to show get show their you know their production and Netflix was like swooped in was we'll like it, we'll yeah. do it yeah. um, so they're
2: trying to but, get new subscribers i would but they're also just probably trying to give you a reason to stay right and be like oh well netflix is getting cool shit so i don't want to not i don't want to cancel my netflix subscription
1: right and you know what? Yeah. I wonder if, if there was any like awards consideration because I feel like the performances in this are really fucking good. And I bet they'll do like a four year consideration run with Guys. It.
2: On that note, this is the first year since I've been in SAG that I remembered to pay my dues in time to get screeners. So I think I'm gonna get screeners. <gasps> so yeah. so
0: exciting that's exciting. Every year that's I'm like fun. God
2: damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and, for, and then also for for Netflix, I just want to say that the uh-huh. marketing that they do is very. I like don't understand. It's they don't do weird. a lot of. They don't do no. a lot of marketing.
2: No, they have. They still need to answer for not promoting teenage bounty hunters. I need them I to know. answer for that. To me, <laughs> a lady they don't know. They
0: they do a. I know they do a lot of like consumer research, and that's a big part of what they're doing. But they're not exactly. I don't know. I just feel like a lot of stuff gets lost in the shuffle.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. um, Also wanted to say that this movie has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. Pretty damn good. Pretty damn good. Pretty much as good as it gets. Yeah. That and fucking Paddington too.
2: Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? (laughs) (laughs) From me? Have you ever heard of it from me?
1: (laughs) Um, This is me like trying to find my own trivia. I like it. I also found that Shopei Dorisu and Wunmi Mosaku were both in Black Mirror. Wunmi Mosaku also is in Lovecraft Country. She was my favorite character in Lovecraft Country. Uh, Ruby is her character name. She's so fucking good. Both of them are so fucking good in this.
2: And everyone's British, yes? This is a British movie? Uh, Yes. Has Matt Smith ever done an American accent? And do we think that he can? I'm sure that he can. He's a very good actor, but he's just so British to
1: me. He's so British; it would be really weird. I would love to see him doing an American accent. It wouldn't feel right.
2: It, it was, you know what? On a, that similar note, I watched um, *Tenet* this this week, mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and Robert Pattinson, Rob, we love Rob, Rob. is is British, and and he is a British man, but it threw me off because because he's always doing American accents in his mm-hmm. movies, and I was like. He sounds weird He sounds weird to me Even though that just is How he talks
1: That is funny Because Robert Pattinson's Accents are always Always weird His accent Always weird But I think just hearing him Like be
2: regularly British Was just like (laughs) What? Yeah
1: Anyway Shall we watch this trailer? Oh my god Yes
0: Congratulations (laughs) You're being released As asylum seekers Not as citizens Not yet you will be sent to a home of our choosing. You must not move from this address. We are good people. Whether or not you're good people, it's not me that needs convincing. It's a palace.
2: This entire house is just for us.
0: It's gonna be nice, you're
1: gonna be happy. As long as you can get along, fit in, be one of the good ones. This is our home.
0: saw something in the dark. You have felt it too.
2: You having problems with the puppy?
0: This is what they want. They like to
1: see us crazy. Ah! <laughs> Let them send us
0: back. How quickly you forget everything we went through to get here we are not going back there is no witch now get down! what is that? rats rats did this you went outside this is my house this is my house
1: You don't wonder what it tells me. It says I should be afraid of you.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> that looks like a like it's really well done. It looks this like looks a incredible. Really beautiful, it's really beautiful really good. movie, but also like I don't know, it's scary. I just hate the fact that these two people have already been through the most horrific, traumatic thing you could possibly ever experience. And then it just gets fucking worse. And that's what the movie's about.
2: (sighs) That, that, (laughs) or, oh, I can't, I can't wait. from the description, when you're like, this movie came out, do you want to do it this week? And I just looked it up and was like, yes. Like the premise alone, like, yeah, the whole, like, you think you're escaping like unbelievable horror and then you find yourself in this other insane kind of horror and also the real life horror of being an immigrant who is ha- experiencing racism and like the system is trying to fuck you over and it's just like and then there's fucking things in the walls and then you're afraid of your partner
1: it, it, things are there's things are bad things so are not much. fun in this movie oh
2: god although but i did really like very problems with your puppy <laughs> anyway, Matt Smith, very British.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's the only saving grace. Um, <gasps> and also, I mean, I don't know whether it's like this in the movie, Sammy, but in the trailer, the sound is very spooky. The f- that's The sound a is very spooky.
1: The sound design is great. Um, like I said, both of the main actors are so good. I really liked this movie. Mm. I think it's great.
2: I also saw that it's only an hour and a half long. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. How do they do all that it looks like they're doing in an hour and a half? Like, even in that trailer, how is it? How did they do it?
1: It's it's, um, Remy Weeks' directorial debut, too. So it's it's quite quite the debut. Okay. Well, let's rip this bandaid off. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's get into it. it.
0: Let's get into it. Okay. That's a hundred dollars off and less than seven dollars per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com/TooScary and use the code and password scary and grab six bottles for just thirty-nine ninety-nine. One last time, that's nakedwines.com/TooScary code and password TooScary for a hundred dollars off your first six bottles.
1: Okay, so we start in South Sudan, and our main characters, the husband and wife, are Bol and Rial. Bol is Shope Durisu, and Rial is Wunmi Musaku. And Bol is carrying his daughter, who is carrying a little creepy doll.
0: Right off the bat, I think that's oh, a bingo no. thing. There is no daughter in this trailer no so about, yeah, I just already had the not same a fan of
1: like,
2: um, I didn't see not a
1: daughter well. So
0: cool uh,
1: Yeah So um, They're kind of They are walking Across kind of a, a desert They get to a truck where people Are loading into the truck It's clearly you know They're, they're trying to escape The truck takes them to a boat where they're crossing the English Channel in this tiny little boat, a bunch of people in one boat, then allow... Oh, and um, we we see Rial holding her daughter saying, I'll protect you, it's okay, I'll protect you. And then we hear the motor kind of crash, and then it just cuts to a bunch of people thrashing in the water and screaming, and the, the daughter is screaming, Mama, Mama! And then Bol wakes up and he's having a nightmare and they're actually in um, uh, a, like a holding room in a detention center. And he wakes up and Rial is watching him sleep and says, what were you dreaming about? And he says, our wedding day. Mm. And she says, that explains all the screaming. have a little laugh they're in like just a tiny little room with another man and then there's a knock at the door and it's one of the you know government workers saying uh they want to see you in the gym and there's kind of a row of people interviewing them basically and they say you're you're being released um today if you're lucky just as asylum seekers, not as citizens yet. And Bull, you can see, is like so so happy. He's like laughing mm. and crying. He is so fucking good in this. Mm. Um, he's he's laughing and crying, and they're like, "Well, like you're not citizens yet. You're there. You're going to be under, you know, a lot of conditions. And if you break any of the rules, you'll be sent back." So here are the conditions. Uh, first. You must report to us weekly. If you miss any report, um, you'll be sent back. Uh, say yes if you understand. They say yes. He says you'll be given financial support of 74 pounds a week. You're not allowed to work. You are not allowed to supplement this income in any way. Do you understand? Hmm. They say yes. Um, they say you'll be sent to a home of our choosing. You may not move. Do you understand? Like, you have to stay in this home. And Bull says, We are good people. Like, you, you won't be, we won't let you down. And he says, Whether or not you're good people, it's not me you need to convince. Just say, Yeah, like, say you understand. And he says, Yes, we understand.
2: Are these normal conditions? Yes. Oh,
1: God. Um, mm. So, I, yeah, I was reading a bit with an interview with the director, and he said they did a lot of research into the actual refugee intake process in the uk and yeah this is like pretty much exactly it um yeah already just like such a devastating start to a horror film and but like to be sent to a house that you are not allowed to leave mm-hmm. and that's like part of the thing mm-hmm. is you know if a, a, we know where that's going we know where that's, yeah, that's- going
0: that's what I was thinking, too. I, I was thinking about how, like, in every other house horror film, you're like, just fucking leave. Right. Like, you can leave. Just get the fuck out of there. In this situation, that is not an option. Right. At all.
1: Um. So they, Bull seems very excited. They get on a bus. They are taken to this super run down uh, little apartment in a row of housing kind of on the outskirts of London. Um, there's furniture and trash all over the lawn. And and Matt Smith is, I guess, their caseworker. I don't know what his name is in it. I'm going to call him Matt Smith. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect. And he's kind of like saying like, oh, you guys hit the jackpot. Like, this place is so nice, bigger than my house. And saying all these things like you should be grateful for the. He says, like, usually it's a place Half this size with double the people inside. You've got it. You you got it pretty good. Mm. They go inside, and as like Matt Smith opens the door, it breaks, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, you're gonna want to fix that." And the electricity doesn't work, and he's like, "You yeah, we'll send someone out to fix the electricity." And it's just like peeling wallpaper. It's filthy. There's a pizza box in the kitchen. They open it. Of course, it's like filled with bugs. But one thing Ugh. that stuck out to me is it's filled with roly polies. <laughs> Ew! They're not cockroaches. They look like cockroaches at first, but then I, I, when I was going through it again to take notes, I was like, are those those are roly polies? <laughs> <Gross. laughs> just made it seem a little stranger. I don't know if roly polies. Eat pizza, I guess.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Do roly-polies eat pizza? <laughs> that sounds like a kid's book.
2: I know. Do roly-polies eat pizza? Do caterpillars <laughs> eat cereal?
1: <laughs> um, so Matt Smith is then turning to leave and he says, you guys are going to be all right. Just, you know, get along, fit in, be one of the good ones
0: is a Ugh. very gross thing to say very gross be one of the good ones and
2: like i understand that you are new to this country and know nothing but just go ahead and fit
1: in yeah like
0: what yeah Ugh. Yeah. disgusting it's
1: not good um so matt smith leaves they are left to be in- alone in their new house bull again just cries and laughs he is so relieved um rial is upstairs sitting on the bed and she's stroking the doll that we saw in the opening scene her Mm. daughter's doll and it has little beads along the edge of its skirt and she pulls the beads off on a thread and and puts it on as a necklace Mm. that night i mean they still don't have their electricity so they're sitting with a little candle in the middle of the living room, sitting on the floor. And Bull is just super optimistic. He's saying, we'll be new here. We're going to be born again. And he overall seems a lot more excited and positive. And Real seems a lot more s- skeptical and just obviously traumatized and, and sad. So then then we cut to her, she has gone upstairs to bed, and so now it's just Bull downstairs by himself, and he hears, <laughs> coming from the corner of the room, There, in one of the walls in the living room, there's a big hole in the wall where you can see through to the wiring type of thing, kind of at the... Uh, mm. near the near the floor and he goes to 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 inspect a little closer doesn't see anything he's like oh must have been nothing goes to leave the room and then again mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, god! and as he is then like approaching the hole in the wall we see behind him a basketball hits the window it's like just neighbor kids playing basketball but it scares him so bad he has like a full panic attack, and mm-hmm. we hear these building noises of screams and gunshots. Like he is reliving mm. uh, trauma, mm. and he's you know plugging his ears, and all these noises are happening. And then it it goes quiet, and he's taking a takes a deep breath. He's like, okay, it's okay. And then
0: again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: Why is humming so scary?
0: It's terrifying.
1: But so he then goes up to the wall. He presses his ear against the wall, and there's a loud thud from inside the wall. He lays down to go p- poke his face up in that hole in the wall, Mm-mm. which I was Mm-mm. not fond of. He reaches his hand in.
0: Oh into a,
1: a dark <laughs> hole that humming is coming that from. the humming is coming from <laughs> and the camera is you know cutting back and forth between on him and on the dark hole in the wall and as it's on him we see behind him his daughter going <gasps> uh, what and then he turns around and she's gone and then he turns back and a crow flies out of the hole. Oh and my like god. Two, two big jump scares right in a row. They both got me real good. And I feel like <laughs> two jump scares in a row is is kind of funny because it's like you think you're you think you're past it. <laughs> There's another one. <laughs> um, and then he like gets up and he's like straight what a strange house. He kind of like shrugs it off as if it's not the craziest thing that's ever happened. And then the next morning, he's, uh, you know, he's fixing the door that Matt Smith broke, the front door. He's kind of got some tools out. He's kind of starting to fix up the place. Um, and Rial comes downstairs and sees that um, he has thrown their daughter's doll in the trash.
0: Mm. Uh oh.
1: And she doesn't say anything, but we can tell she is upset by it. And then. She 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 tells him to come over to the window. She says, "Come look outside. Look at this." And he walks over, and she says, "She says it's the queen." And we see it's just like an old British lady walking down ah! <laughs> walking That's down funny. the street. And he he like laughs, and he's like, "Where's Charles?" And then they both just laugh, and it just really
0: made me laugh. That's cute. <laughs> ah!
1: Ah! Um And Bull goes to take out the trash, and we see a pretty creepy neighbor watching him from next door. It's another older woman who is, like, stroking her cat and just staring at him. And he's trying to be friendly and smiles and waves at her, and she just doesn't respond and just, like, keeps staring at him and petting the cat. It's very yeah. unsettling. Mm-hmm. Um, He goes into town to get a haircut. And he's walking by a church and someone comes out of the church and is like, hey, you one of them refugees? And like, come in here, I got something for you. And <laughs>
0: that was a good accent. I really liked it.
1: And they give him like a like a box of supplies, donation type things. And they're all watching a sports game in there um, in the church for some reason. And um, they're kind of singing whatever sports anthem uh, team they like. I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> sports, <laughs> sports anthem sports team. Anthem team. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bull like picks up the lyrics pretty quick and like sings along on the next chorus. And they're all like, hey, yeah. So and he like looks all pleased with himself.
2: Nailing the fitting in.
1: Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's v- very much trying to fit in. Um, he comes home later that night and Rial tells Rial he's all excited. He's like, yeah, I was singing along to this song and tells her whatever the lyrics are are. are and she's like, sounds pretty stupid. <laughs> and um, But he's pleased with himself. That night, they're both asleep in bed and Bol wakes up and hears footsteps mm. and kind of slowly gets out of bed. We hear just someone fully walking around downstairs. So he gets up and he's like creeping down the stairs and he walks into the living room and the light is on. But they don't have electricity. And so he's Ah! like super confused. And he flips the light switch to off and on and it just doesn't do anything. The light is just on. And then a Panel of wallpaper just slides down, slides off, like falls Ugh. off the wall with like gross sound effect. It's like
0: <laughs> Re- Ooh, revealing that's
1: revealing another hole in the wall. And through this hole we see like cut wiring. And so he's super confused and trying to figure out how the fuck is this light on. He reaches in to grab this wiring. No, <laughs> no, 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 he's, no, He's reaching in far too many, far too many holes for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as he's kind of trying to, he's, he starts pulling it and he pulls it and the light goes off. And... Then we see... He's super focused on this. We see behind him a door opening, creaking <laughs> open slowly. And he's he's kind of frantically pulling at this wire which now, which keeps coming and coming and coming. And he's like pulling it like a rope. And then it turns into a rope. And then it's covered in kelp and seaweed. And it's like oh. as if it's a boat anchor. And he's, yeah. and he's like pulling and pulling and pulling and um and we see a very tall figure behind him kind of breathing and approaching but he is so focused on this rope that he doesn't notice so we just hear like breathing and the footsteps coming closer behind him he pulls 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 gets to the end of the rope and it's the doll that he threw out no oh.
0: <laughs> Um, did he throw it out? Though we don't actually know whether he did or not because we didn't see him throw it out. Um,
1: it was in a trash bag, so it wasn't in the wall. That much we Attached know. Attached to a sea rope.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't attach it to a sea rope and bury it in the
1: wall. <laughs> that,
0: that much we know, at least.
2: Get his doll out of
0: here. Attach it
2: to the sea rope. <laughs> throw it. Throw
0: it in this hole in the wall. hmm
2: Throw
1: it up the
0: wall. And oh. so then
1: uh, he's staring at the doll and then two hands come out of the wall, grab the doll, pull it back in. And he hears the breathing behind him, turns around to look behind him. Nothing's there. And then turns back forward and the wall is sealed. The wallpaper's up. There's no hole in the oh, wall. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> boy. The next morning... Rial comes downstairs, Bol is not there, and Rial just sees all of the wallpaper in the house has been pulled off. Mm. So Bol was like freaking out and trying to find this hole in the wall. And there are some more holes in the walls, um, but it's clear that he's had a a little freak out. I mean, for good reason. God (laughs) would freak out. And pulled off all of the wallpaper then we see ball is at the store buying tools he's buying a hammer and um oh and one thing that matt smith had said earlier was that there's there's a clinic nearby they need to go get blood work done i guess um for part of that that's part of the immigration process and he he had drawn them a map that's just like a few lines on a piece of paper with something labeled as church street and so Rial is, is trying to follow this map. She goes outside and is getting really turned around. All of the houses look the same. So it's, it's super confusing. And mm-hmm. it, uh, there's like dead ends. So she keeps kind of running into a dead end. She runs into one dead, dead end where there's like a little boy playing kickball So she turns around and then keeps walking in the other direction and then gets to another dead end where the same boy is playing Uh, kickball. She's uh, super confused and sees a group or or, or there's like this teen, you know, like a, a, you know, British teen that's mm -hmm. coming up behind her being like, hey, hey, miss, hey, miss. Like just kind of taunting her and she just ignores him and he eventually leaves her alone she sees a group of black teens and like you see her look relieved and she like goes up to them and says can you help me like can you help me find church street but her accent is is thick and they make fun of her accent and one of them's like yeah it's that way it's that way and then the other one's like no it's that way and then the third one's like no it's over there and they're just fucking with her and telling her like all different directions to go and confusing her um and then one of of them is finally like no it is that way go that way and she's like are you sure and he's like yeah it's that way and she's like she says thank you and they as she's walking away they yell at her to go back to africa what
0: the fuck yeah it's pretty horrible do people actually do that? Like, what is wrong with I people? I think they do. I think
1: they do. Yeah, I think they. What do. What
0: the fuck is wrong with humans? It's, it's
1: devastating. Real life horrors
0: are the are scariest. The, are the most horrific thing of all. Yeah, I stand by that one hundred percent. And also, I just want to point out that one of the things I find most horrific in any movie or book or anything is when someone has like is really excited for something or really hopeful Mm. and this happens a lot with like kids i feel like
1: yeah and
0: then their expectations are like destroyed like completely trampled on i find that to be one of the hardest things to have to watch and i feel like this whole movie is i mean with bowl specifically kind of what's about to happen yeah well we'll see We'll see. I don't want to get. don't want to get ahead of myself things here. Could Maybe things are about to, they could things get are about better. better. Yeah, things are about they to could, get really good. They could exceed his expectations. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs>
1: um. But okay. So Rial eventually finds her way to the clinic. She is getting her blood work done by a doctor who compliments her necklace, and uh, Rial says, "Oh, it was Niagax," and the doctor says, "Oh, is that your daughter?" She definitely says it was Nyagax too, which is, like, pretty insensitive of this doctor to not pick up on. And doctor's like, mine's a real handful. How's yours? And just uh, awkward. And she, she just Ugh. kind of pauses and doesn't say anything. And the doctor kind of gets the hint. And uh, Rial has tribal markings on her to, like, basically, like, scars in patterns mm-hmm. on her face. And... The doctor says, "Oh, that's those are so pretty."
2: I feel like this doctor. Hey, hey, lady, shut up! Just shut up! Just you don't have to do all this. You don't have to do <laughs> all that you're doing. You up. really don't.
1: <laughs> and Rial says, uh, "These ones I've had since I was a young girl." And then she shows her her arms, and there's all different patterns and scars there. And she says, "These ones I gave to myself after I found my family butchered." And she says there's two warring tribes where I'm... She says there's two warring tribes where I'm from. And this is like, I've marked myself with both. I survived by belonging nowhere.
2: Oh, they're so pretty. Yeah, I I really like (laughs) them. Anyway, your blood work will take about a week. Um.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's not a pleasant interaction.
2: You know, sometimes just... How are you? Yeah. It works great. Let's just do that. Yeah. Hey, how are you?
1: Mm hmm. Real comes home. There's like a teen girl peeing in her front yard, like popping a squat.
0: And it, it, what is up with teens in this film? Teens, the, teens teens, the teens are out of control. You know what, though? The teens
2: are out of control. I feel like
0: teens are bad, though. I think that's true. Is that because you watched Euphoria?
2: Here's the thing, though, because sometimes <laughs> I think teens are really good.
0: That's true. Yeah, I think that teens are actually mostly good. You know what it is? Teens.
2: It's just with teens, there's no in-between.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you are mm-hmm. either
2: great or you suck. And yeah. there's, like, kind mm-hmm. of no other way to be a teen.
1: I think I sucked is why I, that's why I see that and expect that from other teens. I was just a brat and I hated everything. You're so filled with hormones. <laughs> You're just like, ah, fuck everybody. Yeah. So she's she's popping a squat in the front yard. One of her friends is yelling like, hey, some I think somebody lives there. And they like run off giggling. Rial sits on the floor in the living room and we hear a little thud behind her. And it looks like a grocery bag has fallen over and a bunch of peaches are rolling out and one peach rolls further than all the rest, right towards her. And we hear a little... We're getting a POV from inside the hole in the wall. And we hear a little whisper Mm. that says, Come. And Ah, the peach uh. stops right next to her. And then as she reaches for it, it continues rolling towards the wall. And then we see POV from in the wall again, looking at the peach and then looking up and we see as if it's making eye contact with Rial and Rial just really wide-eyed looking back. I will say Rial, contrary to Bol, never looks fully scared. She looks mm. kind of surprised at time, like she doesn't know what's happening. But mm. Bol looks very scared a lot. Rial just looks kind of does like she doesn't know what's going on
0: you know do you think that's on purpose yes do you think that's a choice yeah
2: i i feel like uh that makes sense with him like him at the beginning like i feel like he is more inclined to um look like be like everything's gonna be okay and like i'm i'm positive and it's gonna be fine and she's like very aware of all of her trauma so it's like that wouldn't scary like everything scary already fucking happened to you that's
0: exactly right or when you've been when you've been traumatized as severely as she has it's like
2: it's just another fucking it, it's, thing it's, it's like, you kind
0: oh. of shut you kind of shut off like mm-hmm. a portion of your brain that can go to those extremes probably. whereas i feel like
2: yeah if you're like everything's gonna get better and then it stops you're like why what uh how you know you're like i could understand leaning mm-hmm. into to fear more mm-hmm. as opposed to just being like all right what's What's this next yeah, thing? Yeah,
0: exactly. Not that um, we are trauma experts or understand God, trauma. God, no. i no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyway.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm coming at this from a fucking, like, film perspective. <laughs> like, acting mm-hmm. acting perspective. Yeah. Um, not mm-hmm. a survivor of trauma.
1: So, Bull comes home that night and Rial has a dinner all set up on the, on the floor that she's laid out a blanket. It's candlelit. And... He's impressed. He says, oh, you left the house because she had been kind of stressed before. They had spoken, like, maybe you'll leave the house today. And he was kind of encouraging her to try to, um, you know, go outside. And she did. And so he's proud of her. And but then he says, but he's like, oh, this is nice. But like, maybe next time we can use the table. So it's again, like clear that he's trying to do normal you know, Mm -hmm. like European things where she's Mm -hmm. kind of trying to hold on to, you know, the Mm -hmm. way they did things at home. And so she's using her hands to eat and he like passive aggressively goes and grabs her a knife and fork and Mm -hmm. hands it to her and is like, use this. And she uses a fork and she says, all I can taste is the metal. And he's like, you'll get used to it. And so then they're eating and... He's saying, you know, they'll, they'll give us a chance here. Like we can we can do this. We can start fresh. We can start a family. And she well. looks hurt by that. And she looks at him and says, my mom used to tell me a story. Um, uh, there was an honorable. An honorable man who wanted a house, but he was very, very poor but he wanted the house so badly that he started stealing from people in order to be able to buy a house. And he stole from a man that he did not know was an Apeth, which is a night witch. And so when he built the home, the Apeth lived there too. And she says, an Apeth has risen from the ocean and followed us here. And she says, we don't belong here. If we leave and repay our debt, it will guide us back to her.
0: Uh-oh. So something happens that she feels guilty about. She thinks that there's yeah, a so witch. Yeah, so we don't know what this
1: debt is. Yeah. Mm.
0: But there's a night witch.
1: And Bol gets angry and says, Gek is gone. And Rial starts arguing back in uh their language, Dinka. And he says, speak English. And she says, I'll speak my, mother, my mother's language. And he yells at her, we have grieved enough. Like, Nyagek is gone. Mm. And then we cut to, I guess she is upstairs and Bol is in the living room alone. And he's peeling off the kitchen wallpaper now. He's, like, continuing to peel off wallpaper. He's got is still lit by candlelight. Um, and then one of the candles goes out. Mm. And there's only one candle lit near him. And we hear humming again. Ah, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. Jesus. And then the other candle goes out. Mm-mm. And he hears the, the humming coming from the other room. He looks through the doorway across the hall to, a, and sees what looks to be kind of an older woman shuffling across the, the, the room slowly and then the figure pauses and turns to look at him and it's as it's wearing like a mask like a white mask and then it continues walking and then there's another loud bang and then even closer a smaller figure like runs by and he's freaking out and um goes to the or follows it to the room and it's Nyagek and she's sitting with a knife kind of stabbing the same spot in the floor over and over and over and he's like Nyagek Nyagek and ap- approaches Nyagek attacks him with the knife he lunges back doesn't then Nyagek disappears then he's looking looking around can't see her turns around she ju- she like jumps from really high at him again And he gets away again and he runs outside. He's terrified. And as he gets outside, the neighbor is watching and she's staring at him out the window and like he's so frantic and he like looks up at her and smiles really big and waves. And I thought that was like one of the most Uh, devastating uh, parts in the movie of like uh, he can't uh, even like let himself be scared. He can't ask for help. He has to act like everything's fine. Oh. God. And so, he's outside and goes back inside. Rial's downstairs now, and she says, "You saw it. You saw it, right?" And he's like, "We got to destroy everything in this house. Like, you're right. There's a curse, and we brought it here with us. So we got to burn everything that we have." He takes the scarf off of her head. She's like, "What the fuck?" He's taking the shirt off his back. He's taking um all their clothes starts a little bonfire in the backyard and um, he's just burning everything that they have. And oh as they're standing next to the bonfire, he sees that she's wearing the necklace of the beads of the doll. Oh, no. And she, like, sees him look at it. She says, don't, like, don't do it. And he, like, reaches for it and she, she's protectively like, don't leave me with nothing. Don't leave me with nothing. And he grabs the necklace off of her and throws it on the <gasps> fire, and she just looks no. at him like so mad and upset. Ah, uh, it's really, really sad. And then the next day, he's going. To, Bol goes to the mall to get more clothes because he burned all their clothes. He's looking at the models like on the wall, like as if it's like a like a gap he's like seeing what the models are wearing and he buys exactly what the models are wearing and then he gets back home and he's starting to try to fix the wiring um oh he does fix it he gets the the lights working the electricity working and as he's doing it he cuts his hand and so he's like he he has to bandage up his hand um we see real walk in she is in Uh, the clothing that he's bought her with the tags still on. She looks pretty mad and upset. Uh, Then they, they sit down in, in the kitchen and at the table. And she says, we're not like them. And he says, we can be like, we're going to be, we will be like them. And she says, like, do you think I'm going crazy? And he says, like, yeah, maybe you are going crazy, frightening yourself with bumps in the night, like he's basically trying to pretend it's not happening saying like, yeah, maybe you are maybe you're driving yourself mad. And oh, no. And she says, after all we have seen, after we've seen like what men can do, you think bumps in the night are what I'm afraid of? You think I even
0: could be afraid of ghosts? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. she's got a fucking mm-hmm. point. And Ooh. I would like to reiterate, men are scarier than ghosts. Always. <laughs> Always. Every time. You know, Always.
1: I think you're right. <laughs> um, And then he's, you know, angrily starts eating his dinner or whatever, kind of blocking her out, not talking to her anymore. And then we're close on him with the camera. And then the camera pulls back. Gets a little surreal here. So bear with me as I try to describe it. Camera Mm. pulls back, and she is not there anymore. It's just him alone at the table, and it's as if the house has blown up, and there's only one piece of wall left, so it's like, um, Mm. yeah, just him and one little piece of wall behind him. He's not noticing yet. We pull out further, and we see that he is surrounded by water, like as if he's floating in the middle of the ocean. Mm. Oh, and then we see in the distance kind of Bodies starting to come up out of the water, mm-hmm. kind of like s- skeletal corpses, basically. And then he looks down and there's one at his feet and he's looking at it. And as he looks at it, the eyes open and look at him. And then he, he jumps awake and he is back in his living room as if it were a dream Hmm. And then immediately, <laughs> there's a creak in the corner, and one of the creepy corpses just comes out of the corner of the living room. What? <laughs> so not a moment of reprieve. I was like, oh, phew, we're past that scary part. Just a dream. Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope it's, it's still still going. It's still, still happening. Going.
1: And it's all this like creepy moaning too. And uh, so this this corpse is coming towards him he reaches to turn the lights on and when he turns the lights on it disappears and then he's, he's you know breathing heavily leaning against the wall and we see footsteps we see like footprints on the floor moving closer to him he's watching the footprints and he turns the lights off again just as an experiment and it's, it's back the corpse is back and, and he turns it back on And then while the lights are on, we see Nyagek on the other side of the room holding the light switch. And then the lights go off again. Now there's a whole bunch of the corpses there. No! They they all attack him. One of them jumps up on his back with a knife and starts, like, trying to slit his throat. And we see his hand, like, reaching for the light switch. He needs to turn the light back on. It's about to kill him. He gets to that light switch. They're all they're all disappear, and he's just hyperventilating, holding his throat. <sighs> and then he screams, this is this is my house!" And takes his one of the hammers from the floor and just starts banging holes in the wall because he's like hearing the oh. the footsteps like they're in the walls again, and he just uh-huh. starts banging holes in the walls, and. Then we cut to him in Matt Smith's office the next day, looking not not well. He is not slept. His hand is ba- bandaged from uh, when he cut it, doing the wiring. There's some blood on his shirt. And he's like basically like, well, we yeah, we need a new house. We're going to need a new house. Just kind of frantic. And Matt Smith is looking at him like, okay, bull, like. Uh, or he says to one of the co- his like coworker there's a few other people in the in the office and he's like can you go get him like a glass of juice or something and they bring him a a cup of juice he's holding the juice and he's like okay tell me what's going on like w- why do you need a new house and he's like we have vermin it's rats we got rats and we need a new house and Matt Smith is is like well there's rats everywhere and mm-hmm. He's like, oh, just any house, but this is fine. Any house, but this. And he's like, okay, so it's not the rats that, like, what, what are you talking about? And Matt Smith is, like, trying to be the, he's just kind of like, I'm on your side, Bull. I'm on your side. Yes. Oh,
0: yes. Ugh, disgusting. And
1: he's like, but this is going to raise a lot of questions. Like, we'll have to do an inspection. And some people, not me, but some people might ask, why is he biting the hand that feeds him?
0: Ew. Ugh. Are you fucking kidding me? Matt Smith is like,
1: okay, like, I'll see what I can do. We'll see if we can get you into the house. We are going to have to come inspect the house to do that. And Bull kind of starts, like, manically laughing, like he's so happy. And he crushes the glass in his, in his hands. They, Mm-mm. like, hear a crack. And he looks down and he has crushed his juice glass. And he just looks at it and stands up and runs out. And Matt Smith is like, what the fuck Mm -hmm. is going on? Not good. We see Rial back at home. She is sitting in the living room and a hand reaches out from the wall and drops the necklace
0: that was burned. Wow. Okay. Ghosts can be useful sometimes.
2: I'm going to bet there's no downside to this offering.
0: (laughs) She
1: looks and... From every hole in the wall of now, there are, you know, many because bull has hit holes all over. And mm-hmm. there's basically a pair of eyes staring out from every single hole in the wall.
0: Whoa. Wow. It's very
1: spooky. Then Matt Smith comes over to do the inspection.
0: <laughs> uh, that's not going to go well. <laughs> With another. But also, like, when were they going to fix the electricity, by the way? Yeah. Were they just never actually going to do guess, that?
1: Not. I guess they were leaving it up to them after all. Seems like they should have done it, but yeah, no, they never did. And so they walk in and they're looking around and say must be some pretty big rats. And Matt Smith says, "You know, I'm going to have to report this. I'm going to have to take photos." And Bull is like, "No, please don't report it. Please don't report it. Like let me fix it." And Matt Smith says, "Okay, we're we're, we're going to let you off with a warning." And The other guy that's with him is like, what? Like, no. And he's like, no, we're going to let him off with a warning. It's fine. If you fix it, it's fine. And. Oh,
2: that is a thing that makes me so mad about the world, which is like having to thank someone for not being as much of an asshole as they could be where it's like yeah i'm 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 gonna be kind yeah. and not do the thing that i also don't have to do but i'm gonna make you thank me for not doing the shitty thing because i could do a shittier thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: oh, i hate it i hate fuck it too yourself.
0: when it's when it's so obvious this person needs help and the fact that you're not only not helping them but just not hurting them more yeah it's it, like thank like, you
2: ugh.
0: yeah it's yeah, bad. really. I really do. It is angry.
2: how oppression continues.
0: It makes me so angry.
1: <laughs> and then Rial walks in and says, Have you told them about the witch?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 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 oh my God.
1: Honestly,
2: Rial's my fucking hero.
1: <laughs> Matt Smith and the other guy like, look at her and we're like, What? And she's like, Oh yeah, there's there's a witch uh, living here with us. And Bull was chasing it all night with a hammer.
0: Oh, uh-oh.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and um, She,
2: like, fully knows what she's doing, right? Yeah.
1: And Matt Smith is kind of like, okay, well, we're going to leave. Good luck to you, whatever. Like, fix the walls. <laughs>
2: um, and Good best luck luck. With Good luck with your Best wishes, best, best wishes.
1: <laughs> 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 As they're leaving, she looks out the window and... They're watching them go, and she says to Bowl, like they prefer us being crazy, like makes them feel better about themselves if they think that we're just crazy. And she says, "Let them send us back. This is not our home." And he says, "No, we're not going back." and she says, "I'm going back with her without you." And she he says, "How quickly you forget um, everything we've gone through to get here." And she says, "How quickly you forget our dot." Da- and as she starts to say it, he like covers her mouth. He's all angry and he says, this is our, like, this is our home. We're not leaving. And he takes out a hammer, starts knocking off all of the doorknobs from the inside. Like, he is locking her in there with him. Like, you're not leaving. He locks, uh, hits off the handles on the windows. (sighs) So she is, like, now locked in with him. And he is in an increasingly, yeah, kind of unhinged stage
2: Mm.
1: uh so she's upstairs he sits in the middle of the living room lights a candle kind of sitting cross-legged like he's trying to now call the witch to him closes his eyes basically says show yourself and uh we see a a tall lanky Javier, Pro- a Bo-tet, Javier shape, Botet, shaped,
0: shaped Bo-tet.
1: Me. <laughs> We don't see too much of him, yeah. It's he's very he's very shadowed. There's a f- the the candle kind of turns into a full fire, like as if it's a fire pit between them. So he's obscured by flames and darkness. So we just see his spooky little eye, and the witch, I guess, says to him, "Your life is not yours. You stole it." Uh uh oh. And then Bull says, What do you want? What do you want? And he says, Your life for Nyagak. Take this knife and open your flesh. Oh my God. And hands him a knife or like holds out, offers a knife. And Bull looks at it and says, Why don't you come for me yourself? And the hands like retreat back into the flame. And Bull is like, little cogs are turning in his head. He's looking like he's trying to figure something out. Then he holds his hand into the flame and nothing happens and he doesn't feel it and he says you can't touch me you can't actually do anything to me and then he like starts laughing and he's like you're just tricks you're just an illusion ha 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 and then it's like growling like getting angry and then in a flash bull is standing in the middle of the ocean and It's dark and stormy. And again, there are bodies around him. And Bol is immediately like, no, 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 please, no. Mm. Um, Not this. And he goes to cover. He uses his hands to cover his eyes. And another pair of what seem like his hands come out to pull his hands off of his eyes. And then he turns Mm. his head to look away. Nyagek is like rising out of the water in front of him, facing him. And he turns Mm. his head to look away and then two more hands press on either side of his head to force him to face forward to look at Nyagek, And her mouth opens with a a horrible moan and tentacles start coming out of her mouth. (sighs) Okay. And he... he, Then it cuts to... We see Rial looking at... At bowl who is basically like catatonic in the living room. He's just like sitting and staring forward. Um, so he's like lost mm-hmm. in this little vision that's happening. And she's like, great, I'm going to escape. And so she. Yeah, she's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh,
2: perfect timing. Uh...
1: Yeah, she basically like snaps in front of. <laughs> oh, he's
2: lost in a vision. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> this, is my- this is my opportunity. Um, so she, I think, smashes a window and climbs out of a window she starts to run away as she jumps out of the window, her clothes change, and she is back in south sudan and a what a woman she's like confused walking around a woman comes out of a door in front of her that she recognizes they hug mm-hmm. she's like so happy to see her. the woman leads her into mm-hmm. a, a what looks like a kind of classroom type thing and there's a bunch of other women in there that she recognizes she's crying she's hugging all of them she's so happy to see them all mm. they sit in kind of a, a a circle and she's crying and she at first looks like she's crying like with happiness and then it kind of turns and you see that she's crying with sadness And she turns to the first woman and she says, you know, this, I know this is a, this is a dream. I know this is a dream. Mm. And she looks very sad and she says, where is my daughter? Mm. And the woman says, who? And then we see from the inside of this room out at uh, the, the pathway outside, we see Bull walking by also in different clothes, with a backpack on, yelling, Rial, Rial. And he goes into the room, and we see a cupboard, and we see Rial get out of the cupboard. And um, we are, like, now living, like, in a flashback of when they were leaving South Sudan. Mm -hmm. Okay. And and so Uh this is where she was hiding, and as he, he helps her get out of the cupboard, there he's like we got to we got to go we got to leave now and uh as they're leaving the room she turns and looks and it's like all of those women all of their dead bodies and so she survived Ugh. by hiding in this cupboard it's really it's really Ugh. fucking devastating this movie oh my god and so they are um running through this war zone. You see them hiding. You see a man running by on fire, gunshots everywhere. They make it to this bus and um, the the woman, the bus is full. There's so many people like trying to, like screaming, trying to get on the bus and uh, the woman on the bus is like, no, you can't come on, only children. And ball looks and sees it Nyagek, who is not their child, it's- <gasps> and it's a sh- it's she's Nyagek is screaming Mama, Mama! She doesn't know where her mom is. And Bol grabs her and says, "This is- we have a child, we have a child." And Rial looks like shocked and confused. And then the woman is like, "Okay," lets them on the bus. And then as they're driving away, we hear <gasps> Nyagek, Nyagek, and we no! see uh, Oh no. We see no. her mom. No, it's it's so devastating. Oh my god. Uh, we see her mom and Nyagek is like screaming for her mother. And Oh my god. Bowl is uh, like, it's okay, it's okay. Like we're going to safety, we're going to safety. And we just hear her mother like screaming and crying and sobbing like
0: chasing after the bus it's so sad <laughs> holy shit i did not see that I coming what a fucking twist yeah uh, what a twist oh my god no wonder they have a witch haunting him yeah. what a fucking evil oh, thing to do yeah. holy i mean i know it's desperate shit. like needing to survive you'll do desperate things but jesus christ oh
2: it's awful it's It's awful for everyone it's awful for everyone yes
0: it's very bad and so then we
1: go back to the um her in her other vision in this classroom surrounded by all the women that she knew and uh she is uh real is sobbing and one of the women reaches and touches her stomach and like says, you don't, you don't have a daughter. You, just, you don't have a daughter. And she sobs and she says, is she dead? We see kind of a flashback to the boat part of their journey. And we see all three of them were in the water and Nyagek was further out. And Bull is kind of pulling Rial in and Rial is like, "I need to like, let me go, like I need to get Nyagek, let me go, let me go." Bol doesn't let her go, pulls her into the water. And so it's clear that Rial kind of was trying harder to save Nyagek, and Bol was trying to save Rial. And then we go back to her in the schoolroom, and she's sobbing again, and then we hear the witch voice saying i can bring her back sever his flesh and bring me his body they're telling her to kill oh my Bol, God. and he's told bull this as well like basically i will you know trade a soul for a soul type
0: of thing so she in her in her in that experience she convinced herself that nikki was think her so. daughter yeah she
1: refers to her as her daughter and in this in this scene she she looks as if she, yeah, is, like, learning this information. Like she looks devastated, and she looks surprised. Mm, wow. So she, go, she, just, she goes back. She's looking kind of determined that she's going to go, I guess, sacrifice her husband to get um, Nyagek back. She goes into the—they're in the kitchen together, sitting in the kitchen, and she's eyeing a knife— on the counter past like behind him. And so is he still in his trance? No, he he is awake now. But she gets up to pretend to go like wash her hands at the sink so she can grab the knife. She doesn't grab it, but she goes to goes to the sink like she's gonna grab it on her way back. She's looking determined but, you know, nervous. And then we hear a knife clatter and a slash and she turns around and bowl has sliced himself yeah he just slices a big slice in his arm oh whoa and says this is what it wants let me save her like i should have tried harder to save her oh (laughs) he said so he says let me save her it's coming you should go you need to leave and she's crying and she starts walking out of the room. You hear kind of the, sound, the witchy sounds, the, the kind of moaning sound. And as she leaves the kitchen and we see kind of the walls start shaking in the kitchen. And then it, on the, in the floor, a piece of the, the ground kind of falls out. And it's all like sand underneath. And a hand shoots out of the sand. And then another hand... And Javier Botet (laughs) emerges from the Uh sinkhole that's opening up in the kitchen floor and grabs Bull and says, you know, you're you're mine now. The witch grabs Bull's arm, looks at the cut in his arm and takes his finger and pokes into the cut so hard. Ew! It's awful. And then sticks his whole hand into the cut as if it's like as if it's like a puppet like he is starting to like put his arm into
0: bull's arm Oh, it's really gross. Oh, God. This is the type of body horror that Emily is not a fan of. Let me tell you. It's nasty.
2: No, I don't love when someone puts their arm inside someone else's arm.
0: (laughs) I don't love it. It's not for me. It's not my favorite thing. It's not good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So he says, you're mine now. And we see a hand reach for Rial's hand. And we see that it is Nyagak. And she (gasps) is she is back.
2: Oh, I was certain Whoa. the witch wasn't going to fulfill. I mean, because
0: usually that's what we talk yeah, about a they lot. Never, like, you they they ha- never they, do. They don't have to. <laughs> it's not not a rule. Don't make a bargain with someone that yeah, has no reason to uphold their end <laughs> of the bargain.
2: <laughs> What's their motivation?
0: <laughs> no. There's no contract law they have to abide no. by. No!
1: <laughs>
0: Rial is crying.
1: She looks down at Nyagak. She's looking like, to- like torn. She doesn't know if she can go through with this. She says, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I have to say goodbye now. I'm going home. And she lets go of Nyagak's hand. And she grabs that knife and she jumps <gasps> up on the Night Witch's back and slits its throat. <laughs> Which I guess Whoa! worked. It- and it works as she kills it. Which is not how I would think it would go with a with an but you can kill a
0: night witch. It ends up
1: and it dies, and her and Bol hold each other, and um, and that's the that's the choice that sh- she made. And Bol's okay. Bol's, I mean, he's, he's, he's bleeding, not bleeding out. But he's okay.
2: So by doing that, she kills Nygic again. Yes.
1: Yeah. The next day, the inspectors come. And the walls are all patched up. It's not painted. It still looks bad, but it's better. Like, they are fixing it. And Matt Smith looks pleased. The other woman that he's there with is, like, taking photos, kind of muttering, like, "Like what? What, what the hell? Like, they can't do this to the walls. And um, Matt Smith is like, it's fine. Like, they're fixing it. It's fine. And the lady, like, gives him a weird smile and is like, okay, like, whatever, and goes outside. And so it's just Matt Smith and the two of them. And he's like, you guys look better. They are all they look, you know, n- not covered in blood anymore. <laughs> and he says, is there still a witch? And Bull says, no, Rial killed it. And <laughs> Matt Smith kind of laughs and is like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> and then he says, do you still see her? And... Bull says, Nyagek, which I guess he had maybe told, I, I didn't catch it, but I guess maybe he had mentioned that he sees Nyagek or something. And mm-hmm. he says, yeah, do you still see her? And Bull says, your ghosts follow you. They never leave. They live with you. And it's when I let them in that I could start to face myself. And then he says, this is mm-hmm. our home and we're happy here. And they hold hands. And Matt Smith is like, okay, great All right, like see you guys later. Leaves. It's just the two of them. They close the door behind him. They're holding hands and they look across the hallway and they see Nyagek standing in the other room by herself and they're kind of looking at her. And then the camera cuts back to them and we see them in their room. It is like filled with other people now. It's like them and 40 other people standing beside them, all around them. And then we cut back to Nyagek, and again, it's like 40 people standing around her, and we're seeing that this is like the survivors and the people who died, and they all just look at each other, and that's the end of the movie.
0: Oh, fucking oh brutal. God. Wow. Wow. Oh, rare horror film where no one actually dies in the end, but it's still so extremely horrific. Yeah.
1: Well, Nyagek wow. did die
0: neglected well, to die. That's but true. But I guess she was dead in the beginning. Right.
2: Um wow. So they both that's oh man, they both ended up choosing to save the other rather than this child.
1: Yeah, and I think it's more um maybe choosing the future over the past, not letting your uh-huh. not letting your um uh, learning to it's a, a kind of similar to Boba Duke of like learning to live with a ghost. Yeah. Because it's you're never going to be able to outrun it,
2: and to like accept the choices that you've made and move forward, right. knowing that right. that you've done them, rather than uh, like ignoring. Like he was, like I feel like at the beginning he was ignoring, and she was ruminating yeah. on, and it, and so mm-hmm. like neither of them could move forward. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, also for so long in the movie, you thought she was kind of like the realist who understood what was going on when the whole time she was like living in a delusion that she'd created.
2: Right. And without confronting that choice on her own, she was able to blame him and like and Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, be in that position of just hating him rather than acknowledging what what had
1: happened. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. oh, shit, it's so good. I mean, I I really loved this movie. It's obviously devastating and not an easy watch, but
0: I'm I I really loved it. I mean, I love that she kills the night witch. That's like a fun refreshing thing to happen in a horror movie that never happens. Mm-hmm. No one ever gets to actually like kill the monster. Kill the monster in that way but i love
2: that it also still does have negative consequences like it's not like she defeated the monster right, right, right. she mm-hmm. killed the monster but also but then it also killed this kid again and it, you have to just be like there's no full escape it's just like what choice are you gonna make and, and yeah. can you live with it yeah Ugh. Whoa. because as always Whoa. the true scariest thing is really real life yep. real
0: life yep a lot to lot to sit with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i
2: will not be watching this movie not because i think it's too scary but because i don't think i i don't think i can do it
1: (laughs) it's yeah i mean it's not an easy watch but i'm very happy that it was made and i feel like the best horror is horror that addresses real life things and the scariest things aren't happen happen into white suburban families (laughs) (laughs)
0: Certainly not. And also, also, I feel like horror movies are getting better about this. But the best ones are when they're, it's actually very good storytelling and very good, like, you know, you really see the people's relationships and you believe them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they did a really good job with their relationship with having them have those little interactions that were like, just clearly showing their dynamic where they're kind of laughing together, like bonded in some way. And yeah, it, it adds like layers and depth to the story, and it comes that, back to it right there at yeah.
2: the end, right? That, that even that joke of like they're back on the same page. They're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. no, she killed the witch. Like they they think that's fun, yeah. and, and they're like, also mm-hmm. he's not like, don't say that, you know. Which is a cool way to uh, like very subtly address like they're 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 moving forward together again. Yeah, because uh, honestly, I, that was the thing that was I one of one of the very devastating parts of this movie is the idea of like of going through all of that with someone and being like they're the only person you have in this new completely right. unfamiliar place and then you don't even have each other and how like right how truly isolating that is
0: yeah yeah i'm sure she would right. have felt horrible if also she'd been the reason that he died too yeah so, exactly there's like no good option
2: and that's i also probably part of it is that
0: they were never... They're not given good options.
2: They are not given no good, good options. options. They're not given good options. What a good movie.
0: Wow. It's really good. Sammy, thank you for... Thank you for telling us about it. We um, will all be waiting with bated breath to see whether it hits your top 10 or not. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> we love the top Anticipation. 10. <laughs> it's like the Academy Awards. It's just as exciting.
1: It is like mm-hmm. that. It is
2: in like both that. Um, excitement and acclaim. Uh huh.
0: Mm-hmm. And I honestly trust your process more though than the Academy Awards. That's so. true.
1: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I also trust my own process. <laughs> um. Should we do the church guy's accent? Yeah. Was it? What was it like?
0: Yeah. yeah it was it like cockney, me. Uh, yeah, yeah cockney, cockney,
1: cockney. Cockney accent. <laughs> From all of us here.
0: From all too of us scary.
1: scary. Too scary. Didn't watch. <laughs> Didn't watch. <laughs> Goodbye.
2: Good boy, innit?
1: Bye, innit? <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast or support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. There are a few different tiers. Um, if you join Tony Fucking Collette's Inner Circle, uh, you will get two bonus episodes per month starting this January. Very exciting stuff. Um, otherwise, we will see you here next week. Love you guys.